Through principal practice, we are stronger, smarter, healthier, better. Welcome to the first of the first Knuckle Dragger Podcast. And we're live. Morning, Ben. Good morning, Rico. How are we doing today? Fucking outstanding, sir. Good to hear. Good to hear. So, how's, how's, how's the week been, man? It's good. I was just on the, the Innovator show, which was pretty cool. Good people over there, that. Patrick and Carrie. Um, mm-hmm. you know, good, good TV show they got going on, and we're actually going to do a two, couple part series. We're going to actually start gearing our podcast over there as well, and uh, we might start doing that in my new podcast. Excellent. Big things moving. <clears throat> and uh, have, have you know, I'm drinking this oxygenated recovery drink, and it has a lot of sodium. <laughs> Lots of sodium there, pal. Yeah, lovely, lovely. So one of the things that, that I thought about uh, recently as I was working out to your playlist uh, there's a lot of madonna on there but nonetheless <clears throat> i found that there's a lot of um, leadership and fitness right <clears throat> and those who actually partake in the fitness industry personally like other personal trainers people who are getting after in the mornings you know fathers mothers trying to get after in the morning are actually leading the way with their fitness and either on a subconscious or conscious basis are you seeing the same thing i do I see that often, um, you know, again, people that tend to be leaders in, uh, their industries, they prioritize their health first and then continue on the rest of their day. Um, a good example of this is my grandfather. Um, he started a semi-trailer manufacturing business, um, over 60 years ago. Now it is one of the, the biggest players in semi-trailer manufacturing and transportation in the continent. I don't even think it's the country. I think it's the continent. Wow. Um, and this guy is a complete machine. He wakes up um, every day, two-mile walk, does resistance training. Then he goes and has coffee at the same place. I'm pretty sure he gets the same breakfast every day. <laughs> so he, yeah, he goes to a place called uh, the Coffee Cup in Stilton. Okay. And um, has breakfast every day around the same time. Then he goes into the office. Now, mind you, he doesn't actually have any controlling interest in the, uh, the business anymore. Okay. So he's essentially retired without actually being retired. But he goes to the office every day. And again, I view him as probably one of the most successful individuals that I've ever come in contact with. And it's, it just so happens to be my grandfather. Um, and I would consider him a leader in an industry and what he's doing every day is he's, he's waking up and he's taking care of his physical health first. Always. What about you? No, I think you're right. I think, um, I don't know. I don't know your grandfather, but it sounds like a very, um, methodical man, a very machine driven man. Um, yes. I think that speaks merit, not only to like the, his prehistoric and not a prehistoric way, but like a prehistoric, um, you know, the way he was, he probably grew up, kind of grew up around or there of the great depression where you have yep. to do things. Yeah. And so yep. it was like, but also I'm like, I have to work. I have to make something happen. Right. Yep. Um, you know, the military and law enforcement, it's the same thing. Um, you know, if you have to be, if you have an SP time or a step off time at 0500, 
you better get your stuff done. So O three hundred, wake up, get some PT and get some chow wine. And I found for myself, you know, the morning runs and also the morning walks that I do, uh, much like your grandfather, I still do two miles, mile, uh, one mile to two miles a day. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it's for myself that I'm actually setting the tone for myself on throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, what did the, the rock, he called it his anchor. Yeah. The physical activity in the morning is the anchor for the day. Yeah. Setting that strong base to, to move forward and, and tackle every other obstacle. Not only, not only that, um, you have a lot of mental clarity when you have your physical health addressed immediately um, at the beginning of the day. Now, I'm, I'm guilty of training like later afternoon, but I'm at the mercy of my clients who train um, pretty much when the gym opens. So I don't even have an opportunity <laughs> before I go to work to to get that in, but again, uh, working out at the end of the day, right? So I'm a big <clears throat> workout in the, the day, and I and here's the way I look at it, right? When I was in school, before I dropped out of high school, I was like, um, you know, what could I do to to win the day or finish the day? I'm sorry, finish the day, you know? And mm-hmm. I wanted to go big, like heavy sets and stuff like that. Do you see the same thing? I, I guess it depends. Um, are you asking me personally what I see in, in my own? Um, I don't, I mean, I guess relatively, I don't train extremely heavy anymore, but mid, mid after late afternoon, midday is kind of when, when I get my own training and because that's when I have those low periods in the day where everybody's still at work. Uh, most of my clients that are still at work before they get off, you know, that, anywhere from one to three in the afternoon is usually when I have the opportunity to take care of my own physical health. Um, again, that's always prioritized. Whatever is on the, on the agenda that day, it will be done. And it will be done from those hours between one and three. And that's, that's a non-negotiable. Um, and I think a lot of people that create this obstacle like oh i don't have enough time in my day uh it's it's not it's not that like quit i want to i want i want to address that to people now quit bullshitting yourself stop bullshitting yourself you know this goes back to our our talk a week or two ago your excuses are lying to you like just frame that that sentence in a different manner rather than i don't have time is like uh, my physical health isn't a priority. Say wow. that. Wow. Say that and see how, how much deeper that'll cut to your core. And, yeah. And see if you don't address it then. Hmm. Um, I actually had this this talk with a client of mine. Um, you can take care of, well, excuse me. Let me start over on that one. Your physical health is something that's always going to be there, whether it be good or bad. Now, you can take care of your physical health now or you will be forced to deal with your illness later both are going to be extremely difficult one is going to be beneficial and the other is just going to be draining Mm. now which which one would you rather choose would you rather work hard at dealing with and taking care of an illness that you could have avoided 
by doing, you know, small increments of hard work every other day or every day for years before that? Or do you like, which one, which one weighs out to you? Like I, to me, it's a no brainer. You take care of your physical health first because that's something you can invest in. That's something that's going to make you better through pretty much every aspect of your life. Now, when you're dealing with illness, guess what? That's your focal point. You don't really have a choice in the matter of what, what's going to happen then. Um, you are at the mercy of your ailing health or failing health, excuse me. So you, you don't get a choice. That one is going to be far more difficult to me. How about you? <clears throat> so I had this conversation with somebody, uh, a prior relationship I was in, not, mm-hmm. not the current one I'm, I'm in. And this person would always get pissed off at me for working out. And I would always correlate to love. I'm like, look, you got to let me love myself. I mean, I, you know, I love you or whatever, but like, you got to let me love myself this much to, to get, to take care of myself. And that was a bigger, <clears throat> that was actually a breaking point in the relationship. Um, <clears throat> and now I'm with somebody who's like, Hey, you need to go, you need to go out back and like, beat the yeah. shit out of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Go do some fucking pull-ups. <laughs> do something like, hey, she's like, you look pissed off. You need to go out there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of how I correlate those things too. And I think you're right on some on some of that money, man. Um. You know, one of the something you said very profoundly, and I have a question that kind of piggybacks off that. You know, work on the morning. To me, whenever I work on the morning or run in the morning, like, I feel good. Like, I I swear, man, I can run three miles with no pain. Well, there's pain, but like. I feel faster. I'm getting it right. But if I do, if I'm like, Hey, five o'clock oh five, or like, you know, 1700 or whatever, dude, like I'm, I'm struggling. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's tough. Um, I don't want to do it. And then on top of that, like I'm cashing out probably 2.7 miles in, I'm, I'm cashing out. I'm like, I stop. I'm like, Oh, what's going on? So mm-hmm. what is the difference from a, from a bodybuilder perspective, from a physiological perspective of working out in the morning versus working out in the evening? Kind of, you know, good, good question. I think there's drawbacks and and positives to both. Um, okay. Now, if you work out in the morning, you are essentially going to be stimulating your your entire body, your nervous system, every every lymph, lymphatic system, all of it, um, and that's going to kind of spark you up, jumpstart you for the day. And you're going to be able to carry energy levels um, all the way through that work day. Now, the drawbacks of that is you, if you're tra- depending on your training goal, if you're training for a hypertrophy or strength and you don't have the amount of calories in the tank that are going to support that work, um, ah. it's, it's fighting the current. Um, you're going to, it's going to be, you know, trade off on that one. Now, aside on the other other side of that thing, um, training later in the day after work, late afternoon, evening, um, you had the whole work day done already. That's going to be a little little depleting on your energy. On the plus side, you have more calories. Um, on the back end, the the drawback of that is um, just because you have more calories doesn't mean you have the energy because again you went through the full work day, which is. Uh, to your point on the the mile or the three like a three mile run hit that 2.7 mark and you're like ah shit <laughs> I hit every and time there we go and that last third mile is is like you're carrying cement through your shoes 
Yep. Yep. Um, you know, that's, you got the weight of the day on your back in the morning. You're, you're starting light. <laughs> you get to, you get yep. the, you have the energy to do it. So, so one of the things to, I go ahead uh, to each his own, you know, some people are going to respond better to that later afternoon or evening training. Um, some in the mornings, if I had a choice, I'd probably, I'd probably be in pretty early morning, hmm. early to late morning. Interesting. Um, but again, my schedule does not allow for that. So I make do with what I have. Yeah. Whenever I'm doing like two days, you know, for like a six week period of time, like, you know, running in the morning, running in the afternoon or, or like, you know, doing some straight training that, that afternoon, it just sucks. And I got to dig deep, pretty, pretty deep at the same aspect <clears throat> because of the stuff I do. I've actually through the, through the process of working out, I've learned to come to agreement with myself that I've actually conquered the demons for the day and I can go to rest. I, can, I put my head to the rest, you know, with a good conscience. Mm -hmm. yeah uh one thing i noticed with with people that have you know this this leader the, these leadership qualities um you know people that i view as you know successful uh when i give them a rep range to follow they're almost always capping out on that rep range really okay now on people that that have excuses or a little little complacent or have some some general <laughs> general laziness to them i've noticed that they cash out a little towards that that bottom threshold uh now that's not to say they don't have the rest in the tank that's just like all right i hit the minimum mm. we'll do the next set and that that's very interesting to me so there's a like, ah, so you're you're not one of those people that goes the extra mile unless mm. you're told to or if, unless I'm standing there with the clipboard and like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's a philosophy, right? Um, give me your best today and that'll be tomorrow's standard. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah. yep, if you did a hundred pushups today, outstanding. We're going to do 101 tomorrow. Mm -hmm. right? And then back to that, back to that knuckle, dra knuckle dragger ethos, man. 1% better every day. Every day, every day. got to cash those chips in, man. got to pay the yeah. rent, baby. <laughs> Yeah. Now, what what about uh, leadership? Have you observed, and you know that's correlated to the fitness aspect. So, what I've noticed, um, you know, I'm um, speaking from like an operator, military, law enforcement deal. Um, you know, you definitely have some alpha personalities already, right? You, you already mm -hmm. know those people, uh, male, female, but your your ability to perform that much more higher in your physical fitness duration time. Um, my gosh, like you become, you already set the standard by meeting the expectation of I'm a, I'm a physical fitness leader. I'm a leader of my own population. Cool. You knock out today's morning and then you go do an aggressive workout, whether you're in Iraq, Afghanistan, whatever, um, or on the streets. Right. And then you get home or you're back to your post or back to your cop. And then you work out, you cash even more. Now you keep on setting these standards and higher elevations. And what I'm noticing is that you're demanding more of yourself and also of your peers and also the people and certain people fall off. They're just going to naturally fall off. Like, Hey, I either I can't keep up. I'm not at your level or I just don't want to. And mm -hmm. then the other aspect of it is people, some people are just like, you get those crazy guys who are just like, Hey, okay, I'm right, I'm right there with you. Or crazy females. Mm -hmm. They're just like, Oh, you did, you know, 110 burpees. I got you 112 today. And then you just, this competitive nature and you start leading each other to greatness. 
Yeah, I think that's that's a quality way to assemble a, a team of leaders. You know, people yeah. that feed off of that. You know, small competitions yeah. in every day. You know, just raising the bar a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and they just keep going and trying to top that. Yeah, um, that's how uh, pull-ups was. I remember just doing pull-ups, and this was a female, and man, she whooped my ass for almost like a year and a half. <laughs> and but her idea of pull-ups, my idea of pull-ups. It doesn't matter. Like I'll say, hey, you do just straight hanging pull-ups, and you do, you know, the the swinging, uh, the swinging motion pull-ups, right? Um, I, I was never a big fan of swinging motion because you're gonna get a lot of a lot of tears the, in the shoulders. The kipping, I, yeah, hate, I don't count. Those aren't real. Those yeah. are fake. Fake news. Fake news pull-ups. <laughs> and she was able to crank out, I don't know, like 30 at a time. And I'm I'm over there. I'm like, all right, cool. But when we get the straight pull-ups, dude, I'm there all day, right? And um, her and I we would go back and forth on those things. And it was, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've always found it pretty interesting about the kicking, kipping pull-ups. Like, Oh yeah, 50 pull-ups on the day. I did it in, in two and a half minutes. I'm like, hmm? mm. really? Did you though? Did Rewind you too? <laughs> Rewind the play tape here guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 You mean whatever you call those, those butterfly things, kicking your legs. I have, I, that's a CrossFit thing that I just will never, I will never be on board with. They always called it. Um, not, not now, not ever. Conv convulsing push-up pull-ups. Same difference. <laughs> convulsing on on the pull-up. Yeah. Yeah. Seizure uh, pull-ups. Yeah, exactly. I've seen somebody blow out their shoulder. I'm like, oh, dude. Yeah, you're, that, you're, like, you're, but, you're coming down completely on that that uh, eccentric motion without any resistance you're just letting your body weight drop and pulling on your that humeral joint yep. and, and you know Res, I, recipe I, for disaster before, and i've seen like the level of injuries and i so worried about my peers and like guys and you know as being a leader in the fitness industry um mm. when people go to your crossfit gym they want to be healthy and whatnot and that's cool and they want to be that cool guy wearing the super tight yoga pants right whatever right and it's just, I, I'm like, guys, just be mindful of your body. Be mindful of your strength. Be mindful of your fitness. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Here's, here's another interesting question. Have you noticed the difference? So in relation to the uh, leadership and, and people that are in those types of roles uh, that prioritize fitness now, what about their financial success? Oh, it's on point. Most, yeah. most, of them, most of them, most of them, yeah. Because yeah. think about it, like, I don't know how to do macros, right? But you do. Mm -hmm. Essentially, you're, you're budgeting your food. It's the same premise for budgeting money, right? Exactly. These calories go here, the budget goes here. This is for house, this is for bills, blah, blah, blah. Yours is, I think it's going to be calories over here, proteins over here, right? Something like that. Carbs, fat, protein, macronutrients. Okay. So all you got to do is just change the mindset of like, Hey, look at this. Um, some of the guys that I used to work out with when I was doing CrossFit uh, back in the day and also um, some other fitness, one of them was a CFO and he's like, yeah, this is it. He's like, it's real simple. Just do these things, plug these numbers here. You're fine. Yeah. And yeah. That's true, man. Uh, you have the discipline. Essentially, yeah. essentially it's a formula. You plug the numbers in, you hit those numbers cool. and you get the result. Exactly. It's a budget for your yeah. health. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, the trouble, the trouble with some of, some of the, some people that are going to be, you know, objecting to that. Most of my clientele is um, fat loss. Okay. And they, they come to me with a goal of fat loss and they don't really know how much they're eating. It's like not knowing how much you're spending, which Math like, to me is wildly <laughs> backwards. Like you should know exactly to the penny what is coming out of your account as to what's going in. Likewise with food, you have to know exactly how much you're expending to have everything come in. Again, now on the reverse end, it's like undercutting a budget. Uh, You're trying to actually spend more calories Uh, than you are burning. So so that you you have have less to play with. Your budget is smaller. And your yeah, spending is greater. A, a, an accountability aspect of you look from, from a financial aspect then, you know, you're reinvesting these calories or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. ROI on the calories that you consume. You want to eat shit. You're going to feel like shit trying to burn those calories. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, eating sour, sour patch kids for lunch. Guess what's going to be fueling your workout later. <laughs> so, uh, you know, me and, the, me and the missus, we went to Mabel and Ash, right, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we had a steak and, you know, this, that, and the other. And to be honest with you, I really wasn't impressed with the food. I just, you know, it, it just wasn't impressive to me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up. And I rarely eat meat, rarely, right? Mm-hmm. And, yet, and, and I think it was yesterday morning or, yeah, Saturday morning, I was like, holy shit, man. Like, I swear my legs were like just dragging sand mm-hmm. and I just the range of motion with the hip flexor just wasn't opening up and I was like what is going on I was like oh there it is I ate meat inflammation oh man there it is yep especially Bad. with with rich food like that yeah it was a <laughs> good, good steak not bad not bad yeah. uh, I just uh kind of just a bit of the same aspect I shouldn't have cashed in my 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 flavor chips on that one. I should have went something different. Now. I like that flavor chips. Flavor chips. Flavor chips. Yeah. I allow myself um, to, I don't know, we call them cheat meals, but like things I just want to eat, um, you know, a week. And instead of binging and purging at the end of it, this is just, this works for me. It might not work for everyone else. So like, you know, Wednesday, I'm like, hey, you know what? I really want some nachos with cheese. And then I adjust accordingly throughout the day for that, right? And then I'm like, hey, we're going to do Taco Tuesdays, nachos and cheese, whatever, right? And the next morning, I know I'm going to run like crap. And then Fridays is usually date night. And it's like, hey, where do you want to go? Let's go do these things. And I usually compromise on those areas. But I try, uh, even when we go out, I don't drink alcohol, though. No way. Same. Yep. That's just what we actually. Yeah, we actually went out last night. Still no drinks. Yeah, there's no point. None. Yeah. I mean, there's there's just so much better shit that I can spend my <laughs> calories on. Plus, I don't want to buy a bill at night. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm really tired of hearing um, when it comes to this. And like again, this is me being in my leadership role as a coach. I practice what I preach. I don't I don't ask anything of my clients that I haven't done will do or am doing currently i never have and i never will um i'm never going to put them in a scenario or a situation that that i am not 
personally familiar with. Like I, I understand what it's like to be hungry. Um, I've done my fair share of physique competitions and placed pretty damn well at most of them. Uh, so I don't want to hear how cranky and sluggish and slow you feel. I've been there. It's not that bad. <laughs> I get it. And I promise you, I probably took it a level farther than you're willing to go. So again, I don't ask anything of that. But when it comes to drinking alcohol and they're, they're talking about, um, oh, I need to wind down at the end of the week. Read a book. Meditate. <laughs> <laughs> like, Read a book. Uh, take a nap, man. I don't, there's like, that, that's going into, oh, I, I need some external substance to, to calm me down and relax me. Like, again, stop, stop bullshitting yourself. Just stop doing that shit. It's not, it's two different directions. Mm-hmm. When you, the consumption of alcohol is lipogenic, which means fat gaining and catabolic, which means muscle burning. So you're going in two opposite directions of any fitness goal. Huh. Whether it be fat loss or muscle gain, take your pick. You're getting both either way. Like I, I don't, understand. yeah, I will never, never understand like, oh, I need to wind down and relax. So I need to have a few cocktails, a happy hour. Like, okay, that's, that's you, you do you. But understand if you have a physical goal that you want to obtain and it involves either one of those goals, fat loss or muscle gain, which typically falls into the realm of about 99% of people that come in for, for sessions, um, you, you, you're not doing yourself any favors. It's just completely drawing you in two separate directions. So stop, stop bullshitting yourself. You don't need a cocktail to wind down at the end of the day or end of a work week. Um, whether you're working two days a week or 10, I, I don't care. It's yeah, not, no, you're right. You're right. You're, <laughs> your, your justification on the matter is never going to be relevant. It's never going to be accurate. And more importantly, it's never going to be true. And that's what I think a lot of people have a really hard time swallowing that pill. No, you're they right. Want to, they want to do what's easy. They want to do what's comfortable. You know, it's, it's running towards discomfort rather than retreating to comfort. You, if, you're, if you're not in that mind frame, you know, A, you're not going to be a leader. B, you're probably not going to get, reach your goals. And when you don't reach your goals, you're not going to be a very successful individual. Very true. And like, well, it's, it's one leads into the other, leads into the other. Huh. Yeah. Um, a lot of the fitness leaders that I associate with, uh, especially from the military side, um, I've, I've been very astonished at one specific guy that he actually, you know, he was a definition of a veteran. And I'm not saying all veterans are this way, but like, you know, whiskey drinker, you know, lead smoker, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden I, I, I hadn't seen him in years and all of a sudden I'm starting, he's starting to resurface and he's like, I don't drink no more. I rarely eat meat. Um, you know, he's not an asshole. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then some of the other fitness guys that I, you know, that I seek, um, uh, you know, mentorship from, um, they don't drink and it's, it's hard charging every day. Like I can call them up today. I'm like, do you want to box at noon? They're like, yes. Let's go fight each other at noon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, cool. Check, check, check. Do you want to spar at 7 PM tonight? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. And, 
and they 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 know the how their household is on lockdown they got everything squared away the the wife is happy and this is just a, a small thing they're just like yeah how much more can we push ourselves rico let's keep doing this let's fight each other let's do this let's get it on you know mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it's a it's very interesting in regards to drinking there's no drinking amongst those those men out as i've seen yeah and you know when i'm when i take a personal inventory of people in my life that i view as successful individuals that i like to be around more or that i would take advice from none of them none of them do and if they do it's rarely and when they do it's a very small amount yeah yeah and i like i i've gotten advice from people before god bless them and i'm sure they mean well but Sometimes they're just like, you know, I don't want to be like you. There's nothing about you that I want to be. No. But thank you for your advice. I appreciate it. You're good it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm good on that. Yep, I know exactly what you mean. <clears throat> Rock and roll, man. All right, Ben, so uh, we're about to wrap it up. What message do we have for a real short summary? What do you got for the viewers today? Uh, if you want to take the role of a leader, you got to do what people that are being led are not willing to do that means getting outside of your comfort zone um, being uncommon amongst common people i would have to say furthermore than that is be the uncommon amongst uncommon people be the one percent better yeah even better Uh, yeah um what i'll tell some of the viewers is I find myself in this really interesting position of a new life, a new chapter, and um, where the I can I see the physical fitness mountain, the new one that I want to climb, and I know the mm-hmm. road, I know the path, and I know who I want my team. And it's not the guys behind me, it's not the women behind me, it's none of that. It's the for the the, the pace forward, and a lot of people are going to get left behind, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. And I, as a leader of myself, and as a new chapter, have to endure new endeavors of new leadership characteristics all right so on that note i'm ben wallin this is knuckle draggers podcast co-host with rico danielson rock and roll thanks for your time happy sunday all right